Well, here we go. Welcome in. It's our chat online. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dana. And this is episode two of season two. What is different about season two? Um, about nothing. We're going to do the same old stuff. What is the stuff we do? We talk about things that are going on. If you remember, like, current events in school, you used to have to get up and talk about current events. That's what we do. We just talk about current stuff and other things. Today, we've got Ben that's going to join us. Ben is our third host from Jacksonville, Florida. He's going to join us. And Steve, our truck driver, is back on today. We're going to talk a little bit of truck driving and stuff, a few things we noticed. But we're also going to get into talking about things that are going on, which is our president, Joe Biden, and Donald Trump, Mar-a-Lago, and, and, and all those things. We're going to be talking about all that stuff on today's show. Remember now, you can listen to us on Spotify now. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course at ourchatonline.com. If you have a question for us or a comment, Go to our chat online, click on the little thing right there that says something about leave a voicemail or something, and uh, you can just record it right there. If you want to be on the show, join our group on Facebook, our chat online. Look it up on Facebook. You can join it. We'll keep you up to date with what's going on. If you have questions, comments, if you want to be on the show, you can do that. Real easy to do. Just let us know because we're always looking for guests. If there's a subject you want to talk about that you maybe haven't heard us talk about, let us know and join us. I mean, we'll talk about we it. We welcome everyone. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We were, um, now it's not going to be on today's show. We're not going to get into this just yet today, but um, we're going to be uh, talking with uh, Steve, our truck driver, in just a few minutes. But soon we're even going to be talking about, what was it, lot lizards. Yeah. Y'all know what that is? I had no idea. Yeah, we'll find out. We're not going to do that today. So maybe we'll try and work that one in next week. Um, but we're going to have different guests. If you want to be a guest on the show, please just let us know. We'll talk about what. You know what? Here's something we really want. We've been having a really hard time finding us a good old liberal, a good Democrat, anybody that even supports or thinks Joe Biden is wonderful. Now, when we're just out talking to people, even family sometimes, we invite them on. And they may love Joe Biden and think he's the greatest, but as soon as we say, come on the podcast and talk with us about it, oh, no, no, I'm not doing that. Is there anybody out there that actually supports Joe Biden and is willing to come on and defend him? We haven't found him yet. We, we're not going to argue with you. I mean, you have an opinion. We're not saying you're right or wrong. I mean, we may think you're wrong, but, you know, it's your opinion. Um, we want to get one of those on the show. If that's you, come on and join us. Don't let us just slam Joe Biden every week. If you think he's doing a great job, come on and tell us. Tell us what he's doing. If if you think he's wonderful, just come on and prove it to us. Maybe you can convince us. It's doubtful, but maybe you can. But if you just sit back, and we know people sit back and listen and uh, just disagree with everything we say, well, come on and join us. And tell us what we're doing is wrong. So it's real simple. That is the way to get in touch with us. You know where to listen to us. You, we want you to join our Facebook group, our chat online. And we thank you for listening all over the place, all over the United States and beyond. I know we have, mm -hmm. is it Belgium? We've yep. quite a few listeners in Belgium. We've seen Germany. Japan. Japan. Thank you 
Thank you for listening there, and uh, let us know that you're listening, and send us a message, all right? So thank you for joining us today. It is our edition of our chat online. We now upload once a week. It's on Tuesday, so join us every Tuesday. If you get signed up at our chat online, they'll send you a little email when we upload a new episode. So that's it, our chat online. We now want to welcome our uh, third host, Ben. How are you, Ben? I'm good. And Ben, here, ready to go. You know what? We got we're bringing um Steve back in today too. Steve is our truck driver friend. Steve, how are you today? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. good. Steve, last time we had you on here, we uh, we talked about trucks and and uh, you know how people should drive around them trucks. And I'm gonna tell you something, Steve. We just drove across the country from Nevada uh, to we went from Nevada to Louisiana to Alabama. Mississippi, and now we're in Dallas, Texas. And since we did that last show with you, I'm going to tell you something, we paid a little more attention this time. And thank God there's truck drivers like you that uh, do things right because we saw more idiots on the road this time. And I'm talking about driving those trucks than I would have ever believed. I mean, they were just, look, Dana, Dana can tell you this too. We would see them drifting out of their lanes halfway mm-hmm. into another lane and ca- all the cars trying to move out of their way. And when you get up to them, honest to God, they'd be looking down at a cell phone. Or they got it propped up and they're watching a movie yeah, or they, TikTok We actually or saw something. them looking at videos <laughs> as they were watching. driving down the road. You wouldn't do that kind of stuff, would yeah. you, Steve? No. It, you know, if you see that stuff, and I even see it too, you, you know, the, the easiest way to do it is, is get a, a truck or trailer number in a company name, and you just pick up the phone and call their safety department, and that's all it takes. And they will I mean, do something. Guys- they'll do something about it. So it, I mean, they will oh, take. Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes I do see on the back of the trucks it'll say "How's my driving," and then it'll have yeah. a number. As they're zigzagging all over the road. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, um, yeah, that's a that's a call as a driver that you don't want to get from your your company that that you were doing that, and somebody you know saw you on your phone or saw you watching a movie driving down the road. That's, uh, yeah, that's it, usually about a, a powerball offense. Well, it's that's just so something, dangerous. it's it, something, yeah, it is Ben. And you're, you're, you're not like it's dangerous even in a little vehicle, but in those trucks and we, we would see them like drifting into other lanes. Well, sometimes they were drifting into our lane. Right. And then we have no choice, but to swerve, swerve into the other lane, you know, to avoid hitting this truck. And it just seems so dangerous. And, but we just we wanted to bring that up because it was so weird. I was telling Dana when we saw her like that day, I can't wait to get Steve back on the show again because, you know, we're seeing stuff now. It looks even worse than what we were telling him. It's like, and, and maybe it is all the younger, the new drivers, but, man, they, they need a little more training. Or, but we also did see, Steve, we did see more of them pulled over than we've ever seen mm-hmm. before. Highway patrols had them pulled over on the side of the road. Yeah, they usually uh, they'll they'll have them for a DOT inspection, and they don't have to have a reason. You know, in a car, you you have to have a reason to pull somebody over in a truck. They don't. They can just pull you over and tell you they're going to do a level one inspection on you, and, and and then from there they find whatever else is wrong. <laughs> oh, that is cool. See, I didn't know that. So they can pull you over for any for no reason. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah, uh, they got. If they got one light bulb out, they can find them, right? Oh yeah, yeah. If you got a if you got a tail light out or a marker light out, that just gives them a reason to pull you over. You pull into a scale, they'll they'll pull you. They can pull you back and just tell you they want to do a level one inspection on you. And 
and from there they they still find whatever they want to find wrong with you. Okay, let me ask you this, Stephen. This this you would know this, so I'm going to ask you, Ben. You may know the answer too, but it's something we need to know. If you were driving, say, a U-Haul, you're in a U-Haul. Dana and I are in a U-Haul, and you come across those way stations. Sometimes I see those U-Haul trucks that in those way stations. Do we actually have to go through one of those? No, we don't. So no, you're not really you're not you're not really required to. They recommend it to, that you uh, when you rent a truck like that, especially that size. If you're renting one of the big trucks, they 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 recommend you just to go ahead and follow the the federal regulations of pulling in. But they're going to if you pass it, they're not going to come after you or anything. Okay, isn't it only air? Isn't it only air brakes though, Steve? Yeah, yeah, you got to be. It's got to be classified with air brakes. And so, Jeff, if it's a yeah, so if it's a standard truck with just regular braking without the without the uh, without the air brake button on the inside, I think you're safe. Okay. Yeah. Now, what's an air brake? They're just, they're basically ran off of your air compressor on your truck. They they uh, how you put your foot down on your brake now in your car. Yeah. Um, is is by through hydraulic fluid, and in the truck, it's it's done by air. Um, and if the pressure is low, the pressure falls below a certain amount. What happens, Steve? The brakes will lock up. They'll they'll shut down, and it, mm. you'll come to us screeching halt in the middle of the highway. Oh, oh, okay. That's why. That's why when you see on the road, you you'll see truck t- uh, tire marks, black marks, right going down the road and you'll see them go off to the side of the road that's that's when a uh, truck or a trailer brakes had locked up and that happens i think they got oh yeah i yeah, think it, they got a low warning a low warning uh alarm or bell or something don't they yeah it, you got you do have a low warning but sometimes it, it you get the low warning and, and it just happens i've had an airline come off yeah. on, up by chicago and it just it it came off and the air warning light came on and it locked up and I, I basically just had enough time to get to the to the shoulder. Wow. So. Okay. But, okay. So, anyway, I think we answered that question then. So, at least if it's a U-Haul that just your average person rents, which anybody can, you know, go rent those U-Haul trucks, you don't have to stop at those things. I just wonder because I have seen U-Hauls in the line before, right, right in between all the big trucks. And I'm thinking, I've rented U-Hauls before, and I've never once pulled into one of those things. Yeah, I, like I said, it, it you know it's kind of the person's choice. The DOT, I mean, they're not going to mess with a U-Haul truck, and okay, and uh, you know especially you know a lot of them. If you got a big one, then you're you're probably pulling a trailer too with a car or something on yep. it. Yep. Um, if you're driving for hire, meaning if you're pulling, if you're using that truck and you're hauling something for a company or something, I believe I'd probably pull in. Yeah, you've got manifest and all that, but POV type stuff, and you're just doing personal stuff. I don't, I don't think I'd worry about it too much. It's mostly agriculture they're looking for, I think. Right. Isn't it, Steve? Yeah, yeah, they are. It's just like you know, coming into Florida, any direction you come into Florida, they have a they have a, a agriculture way station, and they have a regular way station. So you got to, you know, as a truck driver, you got to go into both both ones, and you know, pulling on a tanker. They'll just, they'll ask me, you know, what I have and they'll just wave you on. Okay. 
I know when we're out west out here, you come across the uh, places where they immigration checks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where they actually will look around at your vehicle to see if you're hiding some Mexicans well, in the back they, of it. Well, I think they just waved you on through. They always just wave me on through. But then they'll stop me and ask me, are you a U.S. citizen? Yeah. They don't, make, they don't make you prove it or anything. I mean, I don't know how many times we pulled up to I those. I could have said, no, yeah, they'll, what they'll would say, they have done? Yeah, are you a U.S. citizen? Yes. And they'll say, you know, uh, is there anybody else, in, you know, anybody in the vehicle? I guess they're asking, am I hiding some Mexicans in the back? And I never encountered that, but I've never been in Texas. It is that way. Texas, it's especially when you get out to like Arizona and Texas, when you get down near the border, you'll just be going down the interstate and you'll just drive up on one of those things. And that's what they do. They'll ask you if you... Where, I've had them before ask where are you going, where are you, where are you coming where, from. Where are you yeah. coming from, yeah. And, but you know what? I've never given an attitude, and, you know, we just tell them where we're going, and it's always that, go on, you're, you're fine. But a lot of times, yeah, you just pull up in, and they'll look at you, and they just wave you on through. I could have they tw- never wave I could me have, through. I could have 20 Mexicans <laughs> in the back below that tarp back there, but they just let me go Wait. through. <laughs> Not Mexicans, Hispanics. No, they're Mexicans. <laughs> the, the, I, you know, and that's there's nothing derogatory about that. They're from Mexico. I'm from America. I'm American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so... All right, let's get to the real topics here. Steve, we asked you this last time. We're going to see if you can come up with an answer for it this time. Can you name anything good since we talked to you last time that's come out of the White House and Joe Biden? Absolutely not. I've done has it, been beneficial to the, to the U.S. people. It, it's, just, it's been a train wreck ever since he's been in. Yeah, yeah, and it, and, it, and it just continues. Ben, what's your thoughts? You know everything that's been going on, I mean, with Joe Biden. So what are you thinking? Yeah, this, yeah Jeff, this whole, uh, this whole Trump uh, invasion on his private personal residence is, was, was a debacle. And, you know, as time, as time is going on, they're starting to show uh, just uh, who this judge was that, that signed the court order to go into Trump's residence. And um, I think this is going to turn into a, to a big, big situation as it, as it, as it yeah. progresses. You know, it's like we said in the last show. I mean, the Democrats are so scared of one man, Donald Trump, that they go through all this to keep him from running for office because it's obvious he'll whoop Joe Biden this time. Everybody, we've said it before, Ben. You remember, like, we understand, okay, if you voted for Joe Biden last time, you just wanted to change, you know, whatever. We'll let it go. But now you've seen what he can do. So if you were to vote for him again, you're just an idiot. I would say so, yeah. But, you know, unfortunately, there are some people out there that would vote for him again. And we know firsthand from people that we've talked to that are afraid if a Republican gets in there, it's going to screw up their disability. Oh, yeah, well, that disability crap. Well, you know, one thing about it is, is how could you vote for a direction that's going to lead the country down the wrong path and it's going to cost you money? I don't, I don't get that. I mean, I know people, I won't say who they are, but they're in my family that, that will vote against uh-huh. Trump just yep. because they hate him. Just because you hate Trump. And they will vote, yeah, and they'll vote uh, to take money out of their own pocket. And they do it, and they do it, and they do it. Yeah. Well, we know it firsthand. We got some in our family that do the same thing. That will vote no yep. matter what for mm-hmm. uh, 
Joe Biden anything but but Donald Trump. But I've got to tell you, when when they got their stimulus checks from Donald Trump that time, they were happy as could be. He was the greatest person in the world. Some people just want the free stuff. Steve, give us your comments. Now, I know you've got some thoughts. I've already been told that you have you have strong opinions on this whole matter. You know, I I think this government has has done a lot to just run us down. I mean, you start with the military, what's going over in Russia. Um, you know, nobody's really doing anything about it. They just sit back and, and watch all these people get killed. And our government is not doing anything. No, neither is any other government doing anything about it. Right. Um, which is sad. Um, you know, here we are paying, well, we got up to what, $5 a gallon paying for gas. Yeah. The, the grocery stores are, you know, empty. Um, I'm on the road and I try to stop to have a meal and get out of the truck for a little bit and restaurants are closed because they can't hire anybody. Right. Cause they can't afford them. Yeah. And it's me, you know, when Trump was in office, you know, there wasn't, you know, not everything was rosy, but it, it damn sure wasn't this bad. You know, that is, that's the thing for the people. Absolutely. Trump was America first and he did put America first with you. And it's amazing to me because no matter if you like Trump or you don't like him, I just don't see how you can say he did not put America first. He did. It was obvious. Yeah, he did. And if Trump was in office, that stuff that's going on in Russia wouldn't be going on. It, uh-uh. it, it wouldn't be going on. And the same thing about, about Taiwan. I, I think the Chinese uh, Air Force is circling Taiwan, but we have a full battle group out there sitting in the Sea of China waiting to do whatever. You know? So there's this some bad stuff happening right now. Yeah, just like Ukraine, just like the Russia invading Ukraine, it was predicted, you know, you, you kind of knew it was coming. You know what's coming with Taiwan. Yeah. It's the same thing. You know it's coming. Yeah, and, you know, they they try to keep dodging the questions and keep dodging everything that's going on. But, you know, the whole, you know, the whole thing about Ukraine, and I think we spoke about this before, but, you know, I feel sorry for the Ukrainian people and what they're going through. But, you know, we got to take care of our people first, you know, and just like you just said, Jeff, I mean, it's, you know, as bad as it is for those people over there, I mean, how much support can we lend to them and how much can we do for them? I mean, when we're not taking care of our own people, help, help a, a, a girl, a, a lady, a pregnant lady can cross over into the United States from Mexico, drop a baby, and all of a sudden now that baby is, is eligible for Social Security. Yeah. How is that right? Yeah. And that's that's your money. Your money's that, that they're using. And we've talked about that kind of stuff a lot, how it's not fair. Look at the border down there. If you, you know, slightly different subject, but Trump was doing something. Trump was building the wall. It was, it was beginning to work the things he were doing. And right now they're just what they're just marching right over the border down there. Welcome. Well, the whole thing with Russia and Ukraine too, like it's not just, Ukraine that's being affected. I have a friend that lives in Germany um, that I talk to sometimes on WhatsApp, and she was saying that Putin actually turned off their gas um, for Germany. And she said, it's it's okay now, but with winter coming, you know, they don't know what they're going to do. She said that, you know, they um, 
her parents actually changed over to oil from gas. Uh, but she said she's already got her daughters an updated visa because I guess they plan on leaving if winter comes and they still don't have any heat. Wow. Yeah, they're looking for firewood. They're looking for firewood to buy. It's going to be bad over there. It's going to be bad over there. Germany gets cold as shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're they're having to deal with this. So it's it it affects so much more than, you know, what you hear on the news. It's it's so much bigger than that. We have blamed gas prices, not we, not unlike me. Joe Biden and all the liberals have blamed this gas prices. It's all been Putin, remember? Everything that's happened in this country has been Putin's fault. But it's weird that it didn't happen until Biden came in office. Yeah, well, they're they're going. They're trying to go away from fossil fuels just way too fast. I mean, look, maybe we need to look towards maybe we need to look towards more green energy and you know solar parts and solar power and that kind of stuff. But you can't just turn off the whole infrastructure we got set up with fossil fuels because it's it's not supportable. Right. This electric car debacle is a joke. Um, you know, if, if you're running around town and you go out and buy an electric car, and and it, it would probably be great to run to the grocery store, um, you know, go to the doctor, what have you. Right. But there's been many tests with these electric pickup trucks, these F-150s. Uh, people put a camper behind it, put a, a trailer pulling a car. A couple did it from New York to California and had a stop every hundred miles to charge their, their electric vehicle up. And that's what they want us to do. They, they, they want us to go to these electric vehicles and it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, until they, until technology to where you can get in a vehicle and drive it for 300 miles, 350 miles, you know, what, what's the point? But again, now I did hear our president, Joe Biden say that you could get in your electric vehicle in New York and drive all the way to California on one charge. Yeah, that's a a joke. (laughs) But 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 let me ask you this. Does does Sleepy Joe actually believe this or is, you know, is it what he really believes or does he just spout stuff off? I think he just reading the teleprompter, reading the teleprompter. And while he turns around shaking hands with nobody and even did it the other day. Remember, we saw him, <laughs> we saw him walk off stage like wandering around behind the little animals. His Joe, his wife speaking and he just walked off stage. I mean, and that was then, funny. She just kept talking. She, kept she talking. didn't even stop. And the- even since then, since the handshake thing, remember the other day there was a I can't remember. He was on stage. Whoever was speaking, they came on, they shook his mm-hmm. hand, shook the next person's hand. And as they walked back by Joe Biden, he had stuck his hand out again to shake their hand again like he had never you know, done it the first time. That was Schumer. That was Schumer. You saw were, it then. Yeah, that was Schumer. And they were uh, shaking. They were patting each other on the back by, by passing that bullshit bill that they passed. That's going to that's going to screw us any any lot more going on. Something we talked about a little bit, Ben, last time. We'll get Steve's opinion on this, too. But I've seen more on it since we did our last podcast. You know, with all the money that they're given so we can have, what, 87,000 more IRS agents. Something we mentioned on the last show that I've seen come up on TV a whole lot, and, and it had not before we talked about it, but we said this ourselves. Why are we taking some of that money for Border Patrol agents? I mean... We need 87,000 new IRS agents, but 
the border down there is open and, and they're suffering down there? Look, I don't, I don't see how in the world that they're ever going to fill that many positions anyways, because the IRS can't fill the positions they got open now. And there's not qualified people that can fill those, those billets or positions or whatever you want to call them. So yeah, they're going to probably hire some, but the numbers aren't going to be nowhere near uh, what, what they're, uh, they passed that, that bill for. Well, I don't think a, there's already any, any job out there right now that there's not a shortage. Right. Um, and I spoke, <laughs> I spoke to a, I spoke to a gentleman the other day when I was at work and uh, just by coincidence, we were talking and he said his wife worked for the IRS and she worked from home. And I asked him, I point blank asked him that, that question about why are they hiring so many people? I said, are they going to audit everybody? And he said, he didn't think so. He said, he said his wife complains that they're so understaffed that they can't uh, really even hardly do their job. And they're, they get chewed out all the time because people are always calling pissed off about everything. So, you know, he just thinks that they're just, understaffed. I mean, I, I do believe what Jeff's saying. I, I think that there's going to be an element of, of audits that goes goes along. And if they're going to hire that many people or trying to hire that many people, obviously they're they're up to something. Yeah, they're not just hiring them uh-huh. just to hire them. I mean, they but the, they kind of made it clear on the even in Joe Biden talking in the bill itself that people are cheating the IRS and in their taxes, and we need to hire people to go after those people. That means you're auditing. That means you're going after them. You're going to be checking up on everybody. It's going to be hard for them to find that many people because there's just not people out there to, to fill the McDonald's jobs. How are you going to how are you going to file fill yeah. jobs that are, that require uh, a college education? Yeah. Well, what do you think you know? about this then? Let's get your both of your opinion on this. They still want to pay off student loans. You know, you went to college, you got loans, you went to college, and now you want the government to pay it off. And, you know, Joe Biden, he, he would do it if he could, and he's still trying. To me, that's, that's just wrong. I, I think that if you took the loan on, it's on you. Now, if the government wants to, like, give you a little more time to pay off your loan, I may not be against that, but just, just for relief of your loan, I mean, okay, well, if you're going to do that, why don't you give us relief on our credit card bills? Amen. They ain't going to do that. And, and what so, about Dana? Dana had a student loan. Mm-hmm. She worked overtime on top of overtime to get it paid off. And her huge student loan, she paid off within a year. But she didn't just pay it off because we had money. She worked overtime. How is it fair that she worked all this and paid her student loan off when if we would have just waited, we could have used all that extra overtime money to just do whatever because Joe Biden's just going to pay it off for you. It's not fair to the people that worked and paid off their loan. They they fulfill their so, obligation. And she works in an industry where it's really, really important for, you know, health care. Yeah. That's the same thing. If you go out and buy a hundred, you know, or $50,000 vehicle, should we not have to pay for it? No, I think, you know, you know what, if you're going to pay off student loans, why wouldn't you go ahead and, you know, you want me to have one of these electric vehicles, then give me one. You know, if you've got the money to be paying off student loans for everybody, we'll just go ahead and give me one of those electric vehicles and then I'll drive it. And that's going to help everybody. If they were that serious about it and they wanted everybody to go to a, 
an energy efficient car like that, they would they would give everybody the ability to buy one at a reasonable price. Right. Right. But it's just so unfair that we're going to pay off student loans for people that it is a loan. How can it be fair? Somebody loans you the money. Somebody, whether the government is all kind of loans, but somebody loans you the money. You owe the money to somebody. What, where does the government have the money to? Are they just forgiving them? Or, they, or is the government actually paying these loans off? Or are they just forgiving you and like wiping it out? Because isn't that fair, unfair to the person yeah, or the company that giving, gave you? Or what are they giving me since You're not I getting did anything. You get nothing. Well, they got to be paying off. They got to be paying off somebody. But they're you know, but, but they're federal that, student loans. They're federal, so they would they would be like paying off themselves because, or they just like write it off, you know, because they they're wanting to forgive federal student loans. If you got here's the deal: if you got your loan with a private company, not a federal, they're not going to pay that one off. You're only going to get it paid off if it's a federal loan. So the federal government is already is already paid for that tuition yes and paid for your paid for your uh education they're going to give you a break on i think they said a maximum of 10 percent is what the last thing i heard on it did you hear that i saw on the news just the other day that uh, biden is once again pushing and trying to push through completely paying them off uh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, but, that that happened again know, just the other day. I saw that again where he's back on the push to get them completely paid off. But you can't do that. Think of all the people that are in school nowadays. I mean, that's yeah, if they're a gonna lot. Do, then go back and, and find everybody that, that's, that's paid for their loans, you know, 10, 15 years ago and give them the money back. Well, you would have to. Gonna do. That's the only way it would be fair because it's not fair to people that worked hard and paid their loan off. And now you just want to pay everybody's off. That's, that's absolutely not fair. What do you yeah. think the reason behind something like that is? To gain a vote? Mm-hmm. I would think, I so. think so. To gain those young votes, yep. young, young people that could get out and vote. Because obviously, yeah. if you're going to pay my student loan off, well, yeah, that might, you know, I definitely want you to win because you're helping me. You're going you're gonna to save me $50,000 if you win. Well, yeah, that's definitely, I want to vote for that person because it's helping me. But the cost of tuition nowadays is so expensive. I met a nurse when I was on my travel assignment. Well, she actually worked in the lab, but she's in nursing school. And she's up to something like $90,000 in student loans. Mm -hmm. That's that's where the problem starts starts at. It was what the college is charging that much money to just to go to school in the first place. Yep. Yeah, that's how the student loans get Uh as high as they are, the why people need help. But... I just don't think it's right for the government just to pay those off for those people. It's just, as I've said, it's just not fair because so many people over over many, many years have paid their student loan off themselves. And unless you're going to reimburse them for what they paid, then absolutely not. You You got the loan. You went to school. You got the education. Now pay the loan. I got a car. Yeah. And guess what? If I don't make the payment on it, the government is not going to jump in and, and pay it. You know, they're going to repossess it. They're going to foreclose your house. You know, I, I kind of agree with the aspect of, you know, if you, you know, if you need a little bit more time, I think it's when you get out of college, you have about six months before you start, you're supposed to start paying your loans back. Yeah. And you know, maybe give them back in the, in the workforce and start, you know, making a little bit of money before you. And it, it's ridiculous. Like a school teacher, 
it costs them probably seventy, eighty thousand dollars to go to go to school, if not more, and they're only making thirty five, forty thousand. Yeah, yeah. You know? How are you supposed it's, to pay that off? Yeah, you know, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go to college for the education, you know, then the 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 teachers, the what have you, need to pay the pay the money to to make it worth it. Well, a lot of people you see on the news now go to college, get done, and actually never use what they got in college. Just like they make a career out of going to college, and then they just live home with mama and daddy. And I've seen it more than once where they're saying they they can't make enough working, so they're not going to go to work. Yeah. What about all the people? Go ahead, Chad. Go ahead, Steve. I said, you can go out and, and, and get a manual labor job. Uh, I just had a septic company come out and was here at my house for four and a half hours on Friday, and it was a $2,000 bill. Yeah. So go out and get a job like that. That pays. Yeah, but people don't want to do that. What is it, the great resignation we've been under where, you know, nobody nobody wants to work? And we can also, as we've said, and Ben knows how me and Dana feel about disability, but the amount of people that now that just make this their goal to live free off the government and disability is a way to do it. And so many people are doing that now. We know we've seen that part firsthand and they live a great life doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, living off, off, well, this, off tax dollars. Well, this country's headed down a direction that they're never going to be able to recover from because they're just given, given, given. And it's, uh, this Biden administration, they, uh, are killing this country and the bills and the debt, they're never going to get paid back and they're just going to accumulate and get worse and worse and worse. And who knows what's going to happen, but the the dollar is going to fall and not be worth anything. You see what happened to Greece a few years ago. I think they went bankrupt or something. Yeah. And we're heading for it as a country. Yeah. And it's just, it's embarrassing. I mean, we are no longer, people in other countries used to look at the U.S. as like the country. And that's just not the case anymore. Well, you know, why, how, why are we allowing people to come in this country you know, and not following the immigration procedures. I mean, when we were coming up, Jeff, we we're, we we're teenagers and stuff. I mean, people always had to come into the country legally. They had to get, get their green cards and they had to go through a process to become American citizens. Yeah. It seems like now it, all that has just been just been thrown out the window and turned off and ignored. And along with that, they're bringing all their unvaccinated diseases and everything else. Well, they are, look, we, we, we have polio. polio again. Yeah, monkey pox. Yeah, monkey pox. Yeah, all, the, all this stuff. I mean, it, it, there are countries, a lot of countries, we've looked into it, that unlike the U.S., they don't just let you walk across the border and live there. That is kind of just us. We're, we're the ones that, that does that. It's, it's not right. You, you're right. You used to have to come in. Remember, you had to take tests to become a U.S. citizen, and you couldn't just exactly. walk across the border and and claim I'm an American. And look, they even put restrictions on the on the states. You know, we're in Texas right now. We got Governor Abbott out here. Um, he is trying so hard 
make it where if you come across the border, you do it legally. And we, I, I can't speak for Dana. I've got no problem if you do it legally. If you come across and do things legally, welcome. That's what it's all about. The problem is the ones that are just coming across the, the Rio Grande and you're just in the country. You're just here. Yeah. And that governor had them over here and they, and they, and they do, and they mean good and they're out there hard working. I mean, I deliver up to, um, a lot of these tickle farms up in Michigan and a lot of them are Ill, illegal immigrants, but they're out there doing work and they're busting their butt. And that you got the few that come and they want to, you know, bring their drugs and they want to kill people and, and yeah. And then that, what makes it bad but there but but again with that being there are there's a lot of really good ones around we're in texas we've a lot of the the mexicans here they're they're extremely friendly we've had no issues a lot of them are probably not legal but the 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 thing is there are the bad ones and there are beyond the the mexicans coming over there's a lot of really bad people that can cross over that border too and they're now in the country. And I mean bad as in 9-11 type stuff. There are bad people. We've got to stop this. We, we can't just assume they're all just going to come over and like you're talking about. Uh, look, in Florida, they go out and they pick oranges. You can't assume they're all like that. We've, we've got to find a way to, to stop it. You can't just come over and be here. I think a lot of them coming across the border right now probably aren't mexicans they're probably guatemalan yeah and, it's a little uh, bit of, it is it's Venezuela a little, and all a little that, bit of everything it? right now yeah hey did you see in the news where uh your governor sent uh bus loads to new york and the city <laughs> the new york was pissed he was pissed off new york is saying we can't handle it are you kidding me this is texas and how do you expect texas to handle it when they're flooding you know over the rio grande into the country all the time i say way to go governor abbott keep sending them up there yeah i think you should send them i think you should send them to pennsylvania avenue honestly yeah send them right up Just there drop, to them them. Off, drop them off right at the white house and let them uh in the park out there and let them figure it out yeah well no new york is saying they already got so many they don't know what to do they're already requesting help from the government because they can't handle all of these immigrants you know what? That's just a few buses. Texas has them just come across the border every single day, all day long, all night long. I think Abbott's doing the right thing. I, I think he's a pretty good governor. I don't know if he'll last, you know, but but because Texas is changing, you know, California is moving to Texas just like they are to Florida. And they want to get there and turn it blue to turn it into what they ran away well, from. My personal opinion, we need more of the, the Sheriff Grady's that's down in Polk County, more more of them around the United States taking care of business. Absolutely. Everybody, and everybody knows Grady Judd, too. It doesn't matter where you're from. You know Grady Judd. He gets the job done. I love it. You shoot, you go into one of the schools down there, and, you know, we are going to shoot you until we run out of bullets. And then we're going to load up. We're going to shoot yep. you some more. I mean, that is good. That's him. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I think we're all in agreement there. Yeah. All right. We've, we've had a, a lot of, a lot of serious discussion here. So what we're going to talk about now is, is this now in our household, we're going to, we're going to switch to sports because it's almost time for some college football right now. Dana yes. is a graduate of the university of Alabama. Roll Tide. Ugh. Um, That's right. Okay. 
Go Gators. That's what I was going to say. And I may not be a graduate of the University of Florida, but I'm born, raised Florida, Gator all the way. Stephen, now, I know you're originally from Florida. Did I hear you say Roll Tide? Yes, yes, of course. Roll Tide. I've been an Alabama fan ever since I knew what a football was. Now, why? Why Alabama? Well, I think it has to do with 1982. And... um, Alabama was playing Auburn, and Alabama kicked a uh, uh, Tipton kicked a 52-yard field goal to beat Auburn, and just seeing the presence of Bear Bryant walking up and down the the sidelines, and I thought to myself, "Now that's a man." Ah. And from there on, I just and at that time, you know, Florida really wasn't that great of a team back in the in the you know early 80s, and yeah, I just I, and I and and you can blame it on on a, a, a hat that was given to me for, uh, I think, a birthday present. Not, not, just not, one, of, not one of those ugly Bear Bryant striped hats. No, but no, no. This is just a regular Alabama hat. Okay, okay. <laughs> your, your parents and your grandparents are from Alabama, too, so. Yeah, so it's uh, it's just been it's just been one of them things. And, and you know, and, and people, you know, I'm on a Facebook page with, with uh, SEC and and they talk about bandwagon fans, and I'm saying, no, I'm not a bandwagon fan. I was back when the Mike Shula days and Mike Price days and yeah. and uh, Ray Perkins, and, you know, I can go on back. You didn't jump on it since Nick Saban's been there. No, no, no. I mean, I, I like Nick Saban. Oh, I do too. I, I personally think he's a jerk, but, you know, he's a hell of a coach, and, you know, he'll never be, you know, I think everybody just loves Bear Bond because he was true – Honest to God, Alabama. Yeah. And, you know, Nick Saban came in and probably didn't really know anything about Alabama until he, until he started coaching there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, though. Nick he gets he, the job he's done. Out, he, yeah, he gets the job done. You know, I mean. He's cocky, but he he's is good. But you know what? I, I'm still Florida, and, and Florida ain't been much, you know, in a while now. And I'm not sure Not how, since Spurrier. But, no, Urban Meyer was good at Florida. Urban Meyer did the job, but well, we got a new coach now, so he's. I'm seeing a lot of uh, new new people headed to Florida, so and quality people. So, what do you think of him? Do you think he's going to do well there? I, I think so. I mean, I'm not so sure that it's going to be a great season this year, but but I think it's going to be uh, a good season. I, I don't I don't think we're going to be on the top this year, but right. But I think we'll have a success. Season, you know, probably we'll probably win six or seven games. Hopefully, eight. You know, drop drop two or three. What do you think though about Alabama? I mean, because you know, I mean, Texas A and M is is just going to be good. And whether you like Jimbo or not, you know, he he can get the job done. Well, he showed it last year. He beat Alabama. How do you think Alabama season is going to go? Well, I, what I say about last season with Alabama, they were a team that was. Uh, I, I hate to use the word rebuilding, but they, they did. They had a young team and in that national championship game. And I don't care. Uh, you know, it, it, it irritates me with the Georgia Bulldog fans. You know, Alabama used excuses of, of, you know, their two best receivers being out. I don't care what anybody says. You take your two best receivers and put them on the sidelines. It's going to affect the game. Yeah. And, and that's what it did. And there's no excuse for it. There's injuries in the, in, in football. That is is what it is. 
And that's when your young people are supposed to step up. And Alabama had some immature receivers that didn't step up. And right now they're currently playing for Texas. Right. Um, so, yeah, because you got to say, I mean, I Georgia played the same amount of games as Bama. And, you know, they, they were tired and banged up as well. I mean, every team by the end of the season is banged up. Georgia's good. I have no, I'm not putting Georgia down. I mean, they, you know, they're good. They were good last year. Yeah. And I, I, well, he learned all his moves say, from. He ain't learned nothing from no Nick from Saban. So, they Saban. always say that. I guess Jimbo learned from Saban too, and then kicked his butt. Well, yeah. Jimbo, I, I think he left. Jimbo Fisher left Florida State in a in a in a train wreck. Yeah, that, he did absolutely. But has as a recovery. Yeah. Yeah, but Steve has and, Florida State recovered really and truly since Bobby Bowden. Well, no, I don't think. Well. I, Jimbo took over. It, it it dropped off a little bit, but not not a great deal. But when Jimbo decided that he was going to quit recruiting, the last two three years he was at Florida State. It just it was a it went downhill quick. That's kind of like Dan Mullen at Florida. He might yeah could have done an okay job, but he wouldn't recruit. Yeah, when he went from Mississippi State to Florida, I said, "Dang, that that's a good hire." I thought it was going to be. Gonna I go thought to- it was going to be good. Yeah, we did too. We did too. What so do y'all think? They let Bobby Bowden. I think they let Bobby Bowden Steve go too long as the head coach. They weren't going to unseat him because of his qualifications and who he was. But you know, you think about it. Go back and look at his his um, his record. The last two or three seasons that he coached, they weren't a good team. No, he he, he had been there too long. I mean, it, but look how old he was. Jeez, but look how. Yeah. But then again, you look at Nick Saban. He's way older than you would believe he is, and and he's getting the job done. I think coach gets that old, and 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 they, if they're if they're able to do the job at seventy two, seventy three years old, like like Nick Saban can, but if he gets to the point where over the next couple of years his recruiting drops down, you know they start losing two, three games here and there, then it, it would be time for him to step aside, and that's what Bobby Bowden, and that's what Joe Paterno should have done. Yeah, but, but do you do you think Nick Saban would do that? I think he would. I, I think before he damaged the university or, you know, hurt the brand or whatever, I think he would step aside. What do y'all think, though, now about the college players that can make money oh, yeah. uh, from, like, their likeness and uh-huh. stuff? Yeah. I disagree. Yeah, I don't think you should. Yeah, be. you're already going to college for free. And we just talked yeah. about how expensive college is. You're already getting that for free. Isn't yeah. that enough? Well, if you if you start paying them, and you get money involved in college football, college football is going to turn into pro football. Yep. And none of us really like to watch pro football because all the nonsense that happens with it. You know? Yeah. But just, 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 some, just an example of this, this paying for players. Texas A&M, over the last three or four years, you look at their record and their recruiting. They've always, they, they haven't been that great of a recruiting team. And, and they lose three or four games every year. Well, only below this year, they have the number one recruiting class when this NIL deal kicks in. So that means all I mean is they're paying paying people to go there. They, they are time, nobody right Texas A and M. But doesn't every other team have the opportunity to do the same thing? Yeah, yeah, they do in Texas and Texas A and M. Those those big schools like that that's right. that got the oil money are the ones that are going to benefit. The teams like Alabama, Florida, you know I, that 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 little tiff between Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban 
that's what Saban was was there, and he he basically told us boosters that, hey, if we're going to compete with Texas A and M and these other schools with their boosters, you're going to have to open your box, pocketbook up, start paying these players. Yeah, absolutely. He said that they uh, the only way they're getting they bought all the recruits this year, and right now Alabama's not whether they're able or just not doing it. But like you said, they're not doing it, and you're but you're going to have to because, like Ben said, it's becoming more like the NFL. Now we're actually yeah, basically yeah. paying players. College football is fun. The thing is, you know, they're out there playing because they want to make it to the NFL and they want to make millions. But right now, they're out there playing to win. It has nothing to do with money. They want to win. You know, I, I want to see the Florida Gators be good, and, and because that's the best time in my family is when the Gators are good because I can trash talk and yeah. we can go back and. But that's the fun of it. That's what I love to do. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no feelings. There's no animosity with it. That that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. And and it'd be, if the Gators were good again, it, watching uh, Alabama and Florida play is fun. With the Gators the way they are, it's not even fun <laughs> to watch right now. That's not a fun game to watch. Like, like last year when Alabama and Florida played, and, and Florida had a good chance of beating them. Yeah. You know. I've never heard of the end of it, you know, if Florida would have beat Alabama. But yeah. That's all right. You know, that's, you know, you got the SEC championship game to play in and everything else. Yeah. It, Florida was fun. I'm going to tell you what, Ben, you remember this because I know you were down there when, when Tim Tebow was on Florida. Remember the games with Alabama then? That was football. Mm, I did that like was Tim good. Tebow. Yeah. Um, I was a Tebow fan. I, I, I liked him. I thought he was a winner. I mean, I mean that guy could that guy could rally a team around him. I mm-hmm. mean, look what he did. He went in went into the NFL, and he actually did really good in Denver. But they don't like him because because of the way he throws the ball or something. I don't know. They say his release isn't fast enough or something. I I don't completely get it. But you know, let's like, even go into that. He, I liked him and I uh, that other Florida uh, quarterback that Rex Grossman. I liked him. Danny too. Werfel. Remember Danny yeah. Werfel back in the Spurrier days? Florida's, Spurrier. Florida's had some, some – oh, no, Spurrier's my man now. Spurrier uh, – no, I think of Spurrier like people think of Bear Bryant. Spurrier is Florida. That's just all there is to it. Love Steve Spurrier. Yeah, Steve is still down there. I mean, uh, you know, Trask is backing up the backup quarterback at Tampa Bay. I mean, I think he's sitting behind Tom Brady and uh, – and Kyle and Gabbert, but uh, oh, so so Trask Trask is with Tampa Bay. Yes, and when he gets a chance to play after Brady is gone, it Tampa Bay has the has the chance of becoming a good team because because Trask can throw the ball and he's accurate. Well, who is I know Florida? We have Richardson now for Florida, right? The quarterback, and then like uh, Anthony Richardson, something. Yeah. Like. Who's the quarterback at Bama, Steve? It's um um. Now I'm throwing throwing a blank here. Well, this is Bryce just, Young. Bryce Young. Yep. Bryce yeah. Young. Okay. Well, yeah, he's good. So they they're 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 set because he's he is good. Hey, they're saying Tennessee's going to have a team this year too. I hope they do because mm. Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. You know what? I Tennessee. Know. <laughs> they need to be back Four too. Things. Tennessee is a legendary team. I mean that that yeah, we've been they by that been stadium good in a while. Things are going to Florida hasn't either. You know things can change. LSU was only good for one year. So called the Burroughs. <laughs> that was it. If it was ever since he's been gone, it's been downhill for them. But anyway, that's all right. 
there you go. So real quickly, before we even we, before we wrap up the show, before we wrap up our talking about sports, we're going to get a real quick prediction. Here we are. The season's not that far away from starting. It's starting very soon. Let's go, Ben. Who's going to be the uh, who's going to be the national champion this year or next year? I guess. I'm going to pick Alabama. Oh, there you go. We'll pick Alabama. There you go. Yeah, Steve. I. Uh... I, I discussed this with one of my good friends that I talk to uh, every day on the road. And I told him from the get-go from last year when the season ended, I said, Alabama will go undefeated and they will beat Ohio State for the national championship. Yeah, every year they make like Ohio State so good, but Bama usually just walks right over them. The week or two, yeah, they're going October 8th, tune into that game because Alabama will embarrass Texas A&M. Oh, you think you think they will this yeah. year? Yes, they will. There, I think Nick Saban. I think I think he he doesn't say it, and he won't say it. He'll he'll always compliment Jimbo Fisher, but I think Nick Saban is pissed off, and I think he's just going to tell his team to if you can run the score up, run it up. Because I think I think what what Jimbo Fisher said after their little beef this year, I don't think Nick Saban's going to care. They're going to underline underscore that game and they're going to do the same thing with the bulldog game you know i don't think the bulldogs are going to be much anything this year i expect them to lose multiple games well i would actually pick alabama too dana because i mean they're just they're always going to be good i mean they they are you know i I would love to say the gators are but they're they're not they're but you know bama will gators will be probably Uh, when when you've got the two best Two best players. I mean, that Will Anderson, that line, that linebacker for Alabama. Yeah, that guy's a player, and whoever drafts him next year is going to get a hell of a player. Yeah. And two, you know, I think Tampa won't won't be able to touch him, but he'll end up going to somebody like the Jets or the Jaguars or something like that. Yeah, real quickly, Ben, you're down there. What's the deal with the Jaguars? When are they ever going to be good? Man, they, they make so many – they can't get out of their own way from making bad decisions, really. I mean, I mean, Shotcon, the owner, I mean, he wants a, win, a winning team. But, you know, he had a good coach, and he went out and – they went out and fired him because they lost an extra game and hired Urban Meyer. And all that did was, was stall him for years and – you see what happened last year. I mean, after they fired him, they didn't win nothing. Yeah, and that uh, was that. That has to go down at any sports: baseball, football, basketball, hockey, anything. The worst hire ever. Yeah, you got to wonder. You got to wonder. I get that that Urban did great at Florida, but but if Tim Tebow were not at Florida those years, that wouldn't. It'd been a totally different situation there. I think the reason they hired Urban Meyer was to put fans in the in the seats because being so close to Jacksonville, right, uh, or, or Gainesville. Yeah, and it is about you know, make, it thought, is well, about making money. Yeah, it was a bad hire. Tried to bring Tim Tebow on the team and uh, bring him on, and uh, that didn't last no time. And then Urban just he just imploded, and uh, I think they got I think they got a good nucleus put together now, and I think they're gonna. I think they're going to turn the turn the page and become a, a decent team. Whether or not they take it to the playoffs, that might take a while. But you know, I think they're going to win a few games this year. What do you? One more question for you, and Ben, you you you'll know this when you're you're a Gator. 
What about Deion Sanders? Do you think he would have been a good fit for a head coach at Florida? Not for Florida. Maybe, maybe some people think so, but I mean, who's he coaching for, Steve? He's coaching for somebody, but you know, I just, I just think that Jacksonville State or yeah, some some like small that. school, yeah, yeah. You got to prove yourself. You got to prove yourself and coach a little bit before you can stop in and at a top at a top college. Right. He hasn't done his time yet. He needs to do his time at a junior college and prove himself. If he proves himself in two or three years. Maybe he's ready for that step up to wherever, but not now. What about as for a head coach, do you think there'll be a point when Tim Tebow himself could be a head coach? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. he's going to go that direction. Yeah, I don't either. I, I don't think, think he's he going to stay on ESPN, ain't he? SEC Network, he's yeah, on he's there. On, yeah, he's on the SEC Network and does college game day and stuff. I don't think he really wants to coach. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, he lives down here in Jacksonville still. He's married now. But, uh, so do you ever run into I don't, yeah, I don't, Ben? Do you ever run into Tim down to the Walmart? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna ask you to get a picture. The only person I ever saw down there was uh, one of the band members for Thirty Eight Special years ago. I saw him at a Win Dixie. Oh, that's so pretty cool too. Thirty Eight Special and Leonard Skinner—they're all from down here where I'm at. Steve, we appreciate you joining us and giving us your opinion on. Uh, you know, everything. We Come back on and join us again. All right, yeah, anytime. Just let me know. And Ben, as always, we appreciate you. And, uh, you know, we'll get you. We'll make, you'll be back on next week. We're doing the show every Tuesday now, so we thank you, Ben. Yes, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Go Gators, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right, thank you all. Bye, y'all. Well, there you go. Another chat online. We want to thank... Steve for uh, joining us today. Ben, we obviously thank Ben. He's our third host, and we hope to uh, get down to where he's at one day, where we can all sit in the same room and do the show. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, We want to thank you especially, though, for listening. You know, we would do it even if we didn't have any listeners because we have a good time, and it's just a, a show about some regular people, us, it could be Democrats, Republicans. Well, all we have right now is us. We can't get any of those Democrats, liberals to join us, but you're welcome to. But we sit around and we talk about things that are going on in the world and just things we find interesting. Is there a topic or a subject you want us to talk about? Then let us know. How do they let us know, Dana? Go to ourchatonline.com. And leave then, us a message. Yeah. How, do, how? How do you leave us a message? There's a little microphone on the right-hand side. Click on that microphone. And then you just talk. Yep. If you just have a comment, you know, we'll put it on, we'll put it on the show. If you have a question, if you, if you want to let us know that we're a bunch of babbling idiots and you hate us, well, go ahead and leave that message and we'll let everybody know that you hate us because we don't care because we're just real people talking about real things. So. Thank you for joining us again this week. Every Tuesday, we'll upload a new episode of Our Chat Online, which you can hear on Spotify. Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. It's on Amazon, too, if you can find it on there somewhere. And Our Chat Online. Our Chat Online is going to be the easiest way to get it. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, Dana. We'll do it again. And thanks, Ben. Thanks, Steve. And thank you, everybody, for listening to us, Our Chat Online.